This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer and Jordana is out of town today, but I am so glad to be in good hands because with me today. I have none other than one of my other favorite Bravo colleagues. Please welcome back to the podcast, Samantha Bush. Hi, Sam. Hi, how are you? I am. I'm very well. I am really excited that not only do we have a new episode of Jersey to get into today, but we also at long last have a Real Housewives of Orange County season 17 trailer. The wait is over. The ladies are back June 7th. Um, Tamara's back. Taylor's around. Vicky is hiding behind a door. Mm -hmm. It's here. It's here. The moment we've been waiting for. And I normally am not one of those people that's like, where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Like, but I just feel like this one took abnormally long to get here. It really did. And it was like an elephant's gestation is how I felt. Like it was forever. (laughs) I I would love to know some real behind the scenes info on what the process was with this trailer because there was some there was some kind of like whisperings that maybe it was supposed to come out a while ago and then they were kind of like reworking some of the season there had been a rumor that Gina was maybe going to be downgraded to a friend of she's not Mm -hmm. she is still a full-time housewife this season however you feel about that so Mm -hmm. I don't know kind of what the real deal was with this trailer but it it seemed like the cast in particular Tamra was also like where the fuck is this trailer I want to be a housewife again let me start give me something to promote and Mm -hmm. instead it's just kind of been like her posting pictures with oranges for the last month but what did you think about this trailer now that we finally have it you know it was an interesting one it i didn't know what to make of the editing of it all like the housewife clips like (laughs) at first i thought this was like a fan fan cam like i wasn't sure what i was watching because i saw it on twitter and i was like oh maybe this is like something someone made on twitter you know i'm excited for tammy sue i feel like we're in good hands with her and as for the last second of this trailer, when I saw Vicki Gumbleson's face, I felt something, you know, I, her and Tamara together are just, it just feels right. I, it is kind of wild. We don't know exactly how much Vicky is going to feature in this season. Mm-hmm. There was talk that she went on one of the trips maybe, or that she was at several events at least clearly she's not a a full friend of or anything like but the the decision to just introduce her and the very last shot of the trailer just (laughs) screaming boo behind a door it is giving jack nicholson energy like it was so (laughs) crazy (laughs) yeah um yeah no i i have mixed feelings about 
them getting conceptual with these trailers, like you said, the kind of like the rules of being a housewife. housewife. Number one, because, okay, first of all, on one hand, I appreciate like campiness and remember when they used to do those Bravo promos that would feature people from all the different shows, the summer of Of Bravo, just like you're in this CGI wonderland of housewives Mm -hmm. that look like they're as tall as trees. Uh, Mm -hmm. They don't do that anymore. And I think, I don't think those would land the same way now. They seem Mm -hmm. like kind of a relic of a simpler time. But on the, I do still appreciate when they kind of have a little fun, but I feel Mm -hmm. like they could have saved that for like a a promo and not for the season trailer trailer. that we've all been begging for for months. And it takes 45 seconds to get to this season on the Real Housewives of Orange County. That's why I thought it wasn't a thing Bravo put out. Right. Because I was like, why is this taking so long? But so I have this theory that the worse the trailer, the better the season, because I've seen trailers for seasons that end up being fucking atrocious. Mm. Like last season's trailer for Salt Lake City, I remember being thinking, oh my God, this is going to be the best season of Housewives I've ever seen. Like of the black eye on Heather, Jen Shaw's changing her plea, like what's going to happen? Like, and then I watched the season and I felt nothing. And uh, so I'm hopeful that the girls are going to deliver. We always An hope old G season of Housewives. We always hope that the season will be a grower and not a shower, basically. Right, right. <laughs> it's like don't exactly. you don't need to give us the most explosive trailer we've ever seen. You need to give us a compelling season of television. Mm-hmm. And you at need the end, to give me a reason why I'm going to sit on my couch for 19 weeks in a row. God, I hope you know? I hope it's 19 weeks. I don't like we can't do any of these like 12 episode seasons. I can't. I can't go the HBO route with the 10 apps. <laughs> um, I just absolutely cannot. I want to touch on our brand new housewife, Jennifer Pedranti. First of all, the fact that for the second season in a row on OC, we're getting a new blonde lady named Jennifer. This must be devastating for last season's Jen, whose last name mm. I can't recall at this. Uh, Armstrong. <laughs> Jen Armstrong. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Jen Armstrong, MD. Uh, I hope she's somewhere uh, doing great injections. With Ryan. <laughs> uh, with shirtless Ryan. Uh, but so this Jennifer Pedranti is a yoga studio owner, a mother of five kids ranging from age five to 18. It's a little bit Bronwyn vibes. Hey, I was going to say. Except for no babies, at least the youngest is five. And this is a this is a direct quote from the BravoTV.com article about meeting Jennifer Pedranti. <clears throat> Jennifer is currently separated from her husband with a twist. She is quote navigating her recent split from her husband Will, who runs her family business as they share a home. Her alleged affair with her now boyfriend and cut fitness member Ryan has been the subject of the gossip mill in town. Her friendship with Tamara is put to the test as she is forced to explain the rumors and confront difficult truths. Wow. That is confront difficult truths. That's a lot to process. So she's I feel like I just got hit over the head with this brick. So she's separated from her husband with whom she has five children, remember. Jesus. Okay. But he runs the business and they're still living together. That is already a lot. And That's then a lot. there's additionally this guy, Ryan, who she allegedly cheated on Will with. Now she's dating and also is a cut fitness member. If he's just like a member of the gym, I feel like that's not that important. But you don't think it's Ryan, Ryan, oh. son of Tamara Judge. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. No. Wouldn't that be a twist? Isn't, he, like- isn't he like 
busy storming the Capitol or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Allegedly, but, allegedly. You know, alleged, <laughs> alleged. Um, wow. Oh, she look, sounds just like Bronwyn. Like Bronwyn, but like maybe, maybe has her shit together a little, uh, just a wee bit more, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she kind of looks like, uh, she looks like she could be Madison LaCroix's like hot young mom. No, no, no. She looks like every blonde woman that's ever been on Bravo just all mixed together. Like she looks like <laughs> Olivia Flowers from Southern Charm. She looks like Madison LaCroix. She looks like Tamara. She looks like Taylor Armstrong. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. There's a little bit of Peggy Thanos somewhere under oh, there. Peggy. Pegs. <laughs> all right, oh, Peggy. Um, all right, Peggy. <laughs> No Peggy has ever lasted more than one season on Bravo. No. Uh, probably for the best. Um, but yeah, OC comes back Wednesday, June 7th. I'm very excited. That's going to slot right in when Vanderpump is finishing. Mm. And it's going to be a great summer. We've got Atlanta coming next week, too. I think New York is likely going to be, you know, June, July sometime. I know they have their photo shoot. I, I'm excited. I, I, I'm so excited for New York. Like, I want everyone to follow the women on Instagram that are going to be on New York to get yourself like excited because they're putting out funny content, relatable content, rich content. I'm really here for it. Yeah. The one question, the the thing I don't feel confident about is the housewives drama that they're going to have. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's like, that's the thing that I wouldn't know about from following them on Instagram. They're not right. going to be on Twitter before the show has ever even been, you know, announced really like subtweeting their fellow castmates right so i i think that's going to be kind of the biggest wait and see thing i'm already interested in the cast i'm already hoping that it's a great show it's i think the proof is going to be in the actual storylines and i hope it's good yeah it's really kind of crazy that it's happening like now that i've had some time to like sit with it and process it i'm i'm really excited you know, I did mourn for a minute, you know, the loss. I'm I'm glad to hear that, though, because I think I've talked to a lot of people that are very pessimistic about it. And I am always, you know, it's like it's uh, happening. So we might as well get on board. Right. I'm down let's, to let's not. I'm down to not wait and see. We'll revisit it when it premieres. Yeah. Watch us when it premieres. Or we're like, <laughs> we watch. I watch one episode. I'm like, well, it's over. <laughs> it's over. I'm like, guys, I like to be optimistic. No, I don't know. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathing. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. We got to talk about Jersey. Oh my God. Okay. It's the last night in Ireland. (laughs) We've been in Ireland for what feels like eternity. Okay. I'm curious. I don't know how much we've really, I've talked about this season of Jersey with you. Are you, how much are you enjoying or not enjoying the season? Because I feel like I've seen a little bit of a divide start to happen on social media where some people think this season is a lot of fun. I happen to be in that camp. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. the new cast members. I think there's good good stuff going on. And some people are like, well, this is a slog. How? Uh, where do you fall on that spectrum? I am enjoying it. I really am. I think it's. it feels like we're heading in a different direction with Jersey, one that I'm really excited for and welcoming with open arms. Um, I'm really enjoying the new dynamics. The Teresa and Melissa stuff doesn't feel as like prevalent. It doesn't feel like it sucks the air out of the room every episode. Like, yeah, they have their moments, but they're so far gone that I just I'm not that invested in it anymore. And especially knowing what we know now, how they didn't go to the wedding, et cetera, et cetera. So with the newbies, you know, um, Danielle and Rachel Fuda, I'm really enjoying them. They have completely different vibes, which I love. And then also my hot and cold relationship with Jennifer Fessler. Like one minute I love her, one minute I hate her. Tell me more about hating Jennifer Fessler because I feel like my my oh my experience of Jen has been sort of like medium to great like i don't really have <laughs> negative feelings about her ever i have negative feelings yeah tell explain it's, that to me okay so there are moments i've loved her like there are moments where i'm like wow this woman's really fun like she's really growing on me when we learned more about her personal life like i think two episodes ago when they were on that bus i was like okay like i can kind of like fuck with her like i like her 
then there's moments where she's like like trying to be iconic and trying to be funny like i will never ever forgive her for the way she ate that mozzarella (laughs) in the hot hot sun it made me so sick like just thinking about it right now just turns my stomach i didn't like the way that she was talking about you know james gandolfini i thought it was like really weird I she's like, like okay like she's like two things you got to know about my personal life one my husband cheated on me and I forgave him two mm-hmm. James Gandolfini has been inside me <laughs> yeah and like it was like fun for like a second but then it just kind of kept going and I was like this man has passed like can we just shut up about it like I just I don't know that was weird I just think she's a lot like and not in a way where I feel like it's authentic. Like, I just mm. find her to be really annoying. Like, the whole thing about her boobs at the dinner. Like, I just, I, there's something about her that I just don't find real yeah, at all. I, I get that. I think for me, it feels, it feels, a, I don't think it feels inauthentic. I think it feels mm-hmm. more like when she, maybe she doesn't like an awkward silence. So she just kind of like word vomits something about her boobs or something about yeah. wanting to eat. Like, I I just, I don't know. I like the way it feels like she is approaching this housewife's experience, just like letting it all hang out. She's going to scarf She's down really... the food if she wants to scarf down the food. She's going to make a comment. She's going to tell a story that maybe is a little off color. But I, I understand why... I call her Jenny Two Cents because like she constantly is inserting her two cents like we're like we really don't need it. Like I don't need her to constantly be like inserting her voice in every like conversation, you know? Yeah. It's too much. That's fair. Going back to what you said about the Melissa and Teresa stuff this season, I actually Mm -hmm. agree with you that I I feel like for the most part it's really an undercurrent of the season more than it is the main drama episode to mm-hmm. episode. And obviously they they have their moments with each other. But when, when we talk about uh, the storyline is so tired and we've been watching them fight for a decade and, you know, it's time this needs to end. I don't mm-hmm. disagree with that. But then also when you actually look at what's going on this season, it's like, out of the second half of the season, at least that I'm thinking of, the only episode where it felt like the Gorga Judice thing was the main thing going on was the shore brunch at Rachel yeah. Fuda's house, where they ha- talked about the pizza oven and all of that stuff. But even where on- Louis handed Joe a pillow and said, "This is the talking <laughs> pillow." Yeah, I'll never forget. But even on the trip to Ireland, I mean, obviously they had their moment on the bus when they were mm-hmm. arguing about. Antonia and Melania's Sweet 16 and they've had other little jab moments at each other but this episode this week the majority of their interactions were actually nice like you know Teresa gave Melissa a compliment and said you know she was always great with my parents no matter what was going on between us when they were at this uh, hen place (laughs) and they were mud pit they were painting Teresa's life memories on the wall and Melissa's whole thing was about Salacan Selena and the family coming to New Jersey and all the Mm. daughters and they're both crying and they're hugging like that's a moment where as it's happening you know that it's not gonna last or you know that it's not gonna be this real change for them but in that moment, it's real for both of them. It's yeah. not It's not a thing where either of them are being forced to act nice. It's a thing where this is real. This is family. This is something that's been going on for decades. And I feel like that was kind of the last uh, 
the last nice moment we're going to see for a long time. And I'm if ever. I'm glad that we got to see it. Me too. I really, when they hugged after the whole um, painting of Teresa's life situation, which was like a very bizarre activity. <laughs> it's like, so me, you're going to leave the room. <laughs> so women we're going to paint your life story. A few women who barely know you are going to be like, see this is where you met louis and it's like okay you weren't there for that this is where he proposed okay you weren't there for that mm-hmm. <laughs> this is your business okay you haven't read any of those books <laughs> no like you weren't buying skinny italian danielle when you were in eighth grade okay um yeah it was a really nice moment but i just they, they're just it's never gonna happen they will never be close the nail is in the coffin they're done and it just doesn't seem like it's the biggest drama of the season. Like I just, I feel like there's so many other dynamics and other relationships at play that I just find a lot more fascinating because knowing that Melissa and Joe don't go to the wedding, there's this huge falling out before the wedding. It, it just is like, okay, then I don't need to be that invested in this because they seem to be fine with just not having each other in their lives. I also my friend made a really good point to me today when he was talking to me about Jersey. And he said that Teresa and Joe were raised in a way where like they were only like they were raised to only care about each other. Like that's it. That's all that matters is your brother and your sister. Because obviously Nono had like his problem with his sister, you know, Kathy and um, I almost called her Ruby, Rosie's mom. We're not, you know, you're, you're like, God, I w- wish I was playing with my dog right now. I know. I like see her running around. I'm like, oh, God. So, um, so when the new people are introduced, like Joe or Melissa or, and then Louie, like they don't know how to like manage that and act because they've only ever been able to act with each other. It's, it's really strange, their dynamic. Yeah. If anything, I I feel like this season, the dynamic that's more like beating a dead horse is Jennifer and Margaret because, oh my God, you know, they're still going back to stuff from past seasons and they really feel like the ones who can't leave each other alone in that way. That they're always, when they're in the same place, it's always going to come back around to Jennifer making a dig about Margaret and then Margaret maybe going below the belt or some iteration of Mm -hmm. that. And then it's going to, get to a deeper thing of like, you know, you tried to sabotage my family, you know, you have an arsenal and I didn't say anything that wasn't true and maybe fix your marriage and all of this stuff. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) like as, as entertaining as I find both of them, which makes it a little, a little easier to watch them go at it Mm -hmm. over and over again. It's like, they're way more of a broken record than Teresa and Melissa are. I find. I agree because Melissa and Teresa have stakes in this. Like they have kids involved. They're like related. And with Marge and Jennifer, as much as I love it, like I'm like, okay, we got to get off this ride. That's why I loved the Dolores and Jennifer stuff. Like Mm. to me, that was like riveting television because it, it just seemed so random and it was a different feeling, like a different type of fight. And I just, I loved it. I loved it so much. And I also have to say, I did laugh when Danielle, who she's got to buck up. She's got to buck the fuck up. She's like, this has been the worst trip of my life. I'm like, babe, if you're going to be on Housewives, you better buckle the fuck up. It's about to get crazy. This was like the most chill trip we've ever seen on Housewives. Yeah, I 
I was and a like, little. Like we painted a wall and caught chickens. Like that <laughs> is like the best it's going to go. I was a little confused by Danielle's demeanor this episode because it was weird. She's, you know, she's crying, watching Polly's sister talk about him, which Polly's family, first of all, Gold Star, uh, would love to see them again Pussy. in the future. <laughs> but so she's she's crying watching Paul's family talk about him. She's crying on the bus about Louie asking Bill to be in the wedding and Melissa, you know, what I don't that's the whole yeah. thing. But she's yeah. cried multiple times in the first half of the episode. And then later when they're back at the castle, she calls Nate. She says that everyone's being awful to her on the trip. She wants out. She's done. And then at dinner, again, she's reiterating that she, in fact, did not enjoy her trip because Rachel and Margaret were coming for her. And, you know, again, at the end of the night, she leaves the table in tears. She's crying. She's done. I I like Danielle as a housewife. I think I that she has given us some solid material to work with this season. I think calling Rachel Fuda a rat for playing the same game of telephone as everyone else is honestly chef's kiss inspired work. Uh, it gave us, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good jumping off point to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I admire the way that she's fitting right in with Teresa and Jennifer. I think that was an important kind of slot that was missing in the cast, but it's like, this has not been the worst or most dramatic or most traumatic trip that anyone has had on housewives like everything is fine really of course there have been moments of conflict it wouldn't be a housewives trip if there weren't but it's like this is not one of those trips where everything is miserable the entire time imagine her in aspen with kathy and rena she would have had a meltdown (laughs) you know i just feel like danielle like this episode was really strange for it was a strange one for her because she's making herself cry like, no one's saying anything to her except for kind of at the end, like, when her and Marge get right, into it. Right, That, like, everything else is just, she's crying because of her own stuff. And I did have a laugh when she was, like, in her confessionals, I believe it was her confessional. She was like, they got to fix this. You don't want to be like me, you know? And I'm like, babe, this has been going on for 20 years. You and your brother have been fighting for several because of Instagram. This is, like, a fight that goes back to, like, 1999. Okay. She was like, they gotta fix this. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to be like me. I'm like, they're worse than you and your brother. Like, what happened? Yeah. I think also with Danielle and the situation with her brother, I'm intrigued by the situation with her Mm -hmm. brother. But because this is Danielle's first season, we're just getting to know her. We've never seen her brother, heard from her brother, gotten his side of the story. We've only heard little bits of it from her parents that have been on the show this is not a storyline yet that we feel like we kind of are immersed in whereas Mm -hmm. the Teresa, joe melissa extended family thing that is fully something that we have had the like 360 experience for a decade plus now so Mm -hmm. danielle kind of positioning herself as the like natural mirror of Teresa and joe I don't know. She might be right about that. But from a viewer standpoint, I'm still kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm watching the main thing that I actually know about. Mm-hmm. And you're just saying, like, I know how hard it can be. And nobody else knows what we're going. Like, I think Teresa, she and Teresa have connected on it, which is great. But from a viewer standpoint, it's like, I don't, I'm not that invested yet. 
No, because we don't really know anything. And she's not saying anything. And it, she's, okay, I want her to stay on Jersey. But if she does stay on Jersey, I need her to stay when there's fights. She has to stop leaving. Yeah. Like, it's not working for you, babe. It's I think, just not. Yeah, I think the, the biggest critique that I would make of Danielle mm-hmm. thus far is that it seems like she talks a big game and isn't necessarily mm-hmm. really about that life. Which is not to say that I think she is, you know, fake or a liar or Mm -hmm. anything. I just, I would like to see her a little more like locked and loaded, fully engaged, Mm -hmm. sticking around, like you said. That being said, what Margaret Margaret said to her, I think was pretty uncalled for (laughs) when she was like, forgive, but don't forget. Come on, if you do that, you're always going to have problems in your family. It's like, geez, Margaret, like you didn't have to go that hard on her. Yeah, it Margaret just goes for it. She and the thing is, is she will apologize later. Like she'll be like, wow, like I kind of like went a little nuts. But, you know, in the moment, you're just like, fuck. Like when she called Jennifer Aiden at one point, I think like a concubine or something. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, you're making it really hard to defend you. It's how I feel with Candy Gal, you know? Yeah. And um. I felt bad for Danielle in that moment, but like uh, Margaret has a point. It's just not delivered well at all. For sure. And I think that's the thing. Like Margaret has every right to be frustrated with Danielle and to be mad at Danielle. And of course, Danielle is the one who's bringing back up her ex-best friend, Laura, my you know, our favorite ghost ghost player of the season. Mm-hmm. She's like the big Kathy of New Jersey. <laughs> like they just talk about her, but we'll never see her. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, she's saying a lot of stuff and you never know. Like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And like, so it's like, Mar- like <laughs> Margaret is fully entitled to be like mad about that. But then the, mm-hmm. the immediate redirect below the belt is just the kind of thing where it's like, Margaret, I'm rooting for you. Why do we got to go there for you? I know. And even Rachel was like, okay, like that was really fucked up. She was like, that's not nice. That's not nice. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Something I want to know from you is, do you think the rumor about Melissa making out with the guy in the backseat is true? I, uh, it's the kind of thing where I, I don't think that it's 100% definitely not true. I think, I just think it's the kind of thing where we don't know and we probably won't know. And Mm. so it's almost like, um, are you familiar with the concept of a MacGuffin in like a story? Is this Booga Wolf? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. So it's like when you're in an action movie and there's like some like science thing you know, there's like a, a weapon that everybody's like chasing after and all this drama mm-hmm. happens. And the actual thing itself that's at the center of it is not that important. It's like, you know, some like complicated thing that then you forget about and don't talk about again. And mm-hmm. I feel like Melissa maybe or maybe not making out with a guy in the back of a car, at least for this season right now, is a little bit unimportant because mm-hmm. the argument And the conflict that's happening is more about the source of the rumor Mm -hmm. and who's going to say it and who's going to bring it to the forefront than deciding whether or not the rumor is true. Yeah, that's really a great point. I think if anything at the reunion, I'm I'll be really curious to see kind of how Melissa handles Jennifer mostly, but also a little bit Danielle and Teresa, because Jennifer is the one who really brought it on camera. Because there had been a lot of talking in circles about Laura, a lot of alluding to, oh, she knows things, she said things. Margaret has information that came from other places. But Mm -hmm. Jennifer is the one who said, well, you know, she said she saw Melissa make it out with another guy. So, like, at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, I think it's going to be more of a thing, a question of like, Jennifer, how dare you? Rather than like, Mm -hmm. who did Melissa make out with? Right. That's a good point. Because I really don't think so. But there's a part of me that like kind of doesn't care. Because like you said, it's like I'm more focused on like them all talking about it and it being this whole like smoking gun that Teresa has on Melissa and like her, you know, saying Melissa's drunk and talking about her ex. Like, what is that about? It's you know, that's what I'm more interested in. Yeah, the ex comment at the very beginning of the episode when they're drunk on the bus, it was it was a little off-putting, but also like... No, it was kind of weird. And I like Melissa, but I'm like, 
That was a weird thing to say, considering you've been with the same person since you were like 22 years old. Right. It's not like me saying I'm going to drunk dial my ex who could be like any person that I've talked to in the last six years. But also I'm not in a relationship. It doesn't matter if I text my ex. Maybe that's embarrassing, but I'm not like cheating on someone to do so. Right. And it's right. And like, obviously, Teresa takes a moment in the confessional to be kind of like stink eyeing that. It, that was a moment where I kind of felt like I kind of felt like Melissa was just saying shit, but also it's like you should maybe keep it a little more buttoned up if you don't want yeah. people because you can already just I watched that episode yesterday and I could just envision how the the certain set of people on Twitter are going to be mm-hmm. like, she said X, she's going to text the X. Who's the X? Yeah. Who's the guy she made out with in the car? She's going to text him. She's going to fuck him. She's cheating on Joe. Like uh, this is the this is the smoking mm. gun and it's like it's not, but also why are you giving people the chance to to think that? I know. I know Missy G. She just <laughs> gets, you know, she stepped right in it. She was she was feeling a little lit and she uh she yeah. made a little a flub. A, a flub for sure. For sure. <laughs> Look, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I mean, I if I drank as much as these women do while I was being filmed, I no. would be petrified to see the I results. I would not be okay. I would not be okay. Like, I, first of all, I'd be exhausted, and I would look like shit every day. I was actually thinking, did they? I I would love to know. Like, did people bring glam to Ireland? I don't think so. I saw a lot of tables with lots of products on it. I guess. I don't know. At the last dinner, I, I didn't think about it till the last dinner, but I was like, Margaret has like a full like hair look going on. Teresa's makeup looks really good. Like, I just don't know if I don't have They're a very, Jersey girls at the end of the day. They know how to do glam. Yeah, I guess I don't have a very good concept of like how how well does Teresa do her own makeup now? Because she usually has Priscilla doing it. Um, <laughs> makeup by Priscilla. Makeup by Priscilla. Oh God. Also I, with Teresa this year, she just seems really checked out. She yeah. just seems really done. Like with everybody. She doesn't seem engaged at all. She is like, I don't want to do this anymore. That's just the vibe I'm getting from her. Like I just don't feel the energy at all. I would be curious to go back and I'm not going to do this because time is <laughs> precious, but like to go back and watch housewives seasons where somebody was getting married like during the season or shortly after and to see kind of like how people handle that during the show because I do Mm -hmm. think to a certain extent you're just preoccupied and you're focused on something else and especially for somebody like Teresa who doesn't it's not like Teresa has like a business that she's running you know she's successful she does other things whatever but like it's not like she's usually running a company and then now she has something else going on. It's like the wedding is like a big thing that's mm-hmm. like extra from what she normally has going on that's going to be on camera. There's drama surrounding who's attending. She's, you know, inviting people to be her bridesmaid up till the last minute, apparently. Bill Aiden in the wedding. You know, she's uh, she's busy printing out extra invitations for Chanel Aon as we speak. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. <laughs> Marge Sr. There's there's a lot of moving pieces for this wedding. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the one that can't move is... Donna Marco getting an invite. Of course not. But I, you know, I do think with Teresa, there is a little bit of a feeling of like, she's kind of operating above it all a little mm-hmm. bit. And I don't even, that's not even like a, 
a diss toward her. It just is an mm-hmm. observation. And I'm curious to see kind of like if she's back next season, we don't know what's going to happen with the casting. I'm bracing myself for that because either way, people are going to, you know, light the internet Dylan, on fire. But Dylan, like, I'm so scared. If if she's back next season, will we see kind of a snap back into tree mode yeah like into just like more engagement more well i think at the reunion she was very engaged that's what i'm hearing it's it sounds like it it sounds like she went crazy it sounds like melissa and Teresa were both kind of the most whatever they've ever been at a reunion Mm -hmm. which i'm i'm excited to see it's kind of like you know you want the two like great athletes to be at their peaks at the same time (laughs) you Right. You, I, so many references from you today. I know. I'm talking sports. I'm oh talking movies. <laughs> talking plot like devices. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. You know, if you've got if you've got Muhammad Ali in one corner, <laughs> Dylan, can I tell you? Big something? George this Foreman is, in the other. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know George Foreman was a boxer. Oh, did you see like a commercial for the movie? Okay, I saw a commercial for Big George Foreman or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wait, is that the George Foreman? And everyone was like, yeah. And I go, oh, I thought he was like a cook. I didn't know he was a, a heavyweight champion. He was like the number one boxer in the world. I had no clue. Yeah. He, you thought clue. you thought his like imp- entire legacy was just like a, a really good like bacon griddle. That's what I thought. I was like, wow. And then I went back and looked at ads and he's like in boxing gloves. I was like, I thought those were kitchen mitts. I had not a clue. Had no clue. <laughs> no, it, there is something to that though. Like I, I am aware of George Foreman as both a boxer and an extremely successful culinary entrepreneur. Mm. Okay, but like there is something to like if your brand outlasts your legacy as an athlete, like that's really impressive. Because most yeah, of these he's people, a pastor. <laughs> like, what is Skinny Girl doing now? Like the second Bethany stops being like iconic housewife, Skinny Girl is like just another popcorn in the aisle of TJ Maxx. Totally. So, you know. Totally. Like the salad dressing is not going to sell itself in perpetuity. The bologna. Remember when they all were yelling of bologna at her at that one reunion? Skinny girl lunch meat. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so disgusting. The popcorn is really good. The popcorn's really good. Yeah. I shouldn't disparage the popcorn. That's probably their their biggest like slam dunk product. For sure. Do you do that? Like the, the like microwave packets, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm not putting kernels on the stove. I, I guess doing all that. I guess the alternate the alternative would be like bags of pop. Do they do bags of popcorn? Skinny girl? Yeah. Uh no. No. Right? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> they do the pop the popable. This is the, the, the least microwave. the least riveting conversation. Yeah, sorry. Ever. No, but it's <laughs> sorry, like Sorry, you mentioned George Foreman and I had to tell No, the but listeners. it's like Fabellini has come and gone. So Oh, Fabellini is dead in a ditch. <laughs> Dylan, how are people buying the pizza ovens? I've never been more confused about this. Wait, are people buying those pizza ovens? They, they it's like on TikTok. People are like, "So I have one of these." What? It's like skinny pizza. Yes. Yes. I have to send it to you. It's crazy. I don't know how this has happened. I just think there are so many housewife products that I would put my money toward before a kitchen appliance that I need to... You wouldn't buy Sonia with a Sexy J's toaster oven? Absolutely not. Oh, wow. I, I don't want to buy something from a housewife that I feel like could potentially start an electrical fire in my home. A fire. That's so true. I I will buy a drink. I will buy, I bought Porsche's bed sheets. I will buy <laughs> like a t-shirt. 
you know, I've dabbled. Yeah. I have yeah. items. Uh, some of them I'm more, I've tried Christina Kelly's lip balms. They're great. I am not buying something that I need to like trust to to function. Right. Right. You know, I agree. I, you know, Dylan, I was going to say I would be the first in line for that toaster oven. But now that you've said something about a fire, I'm like, okay. Because look, You're right. I don't know the ins and outs of Joe Gorga's business. I've heard things. I've seen I've seen things. I dabble in Reddit from time to time. But I just don't know if I trust the quality. No, 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 no. Not after we saw Giuseppe's pizza. The way that one came and went. Gorga's pasta pizza. Yeah, it was the so photos, calzones. The like, photo shoot from that restaurant is one of my favorite like archive moments. Jersey's really given us a lot. They really it have. really has. Those pictures of Teresa in prison being like the it girl, I'll never forget. Never. Never, never, never. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, say what you want about this season, but I think I think it could be a lot worse. And I'm I'm grateful for what they're giving us. For sure, for sure. And I'm I agree. I'm excited for the reunion. We need to just, like, get what we get and, like, don't be upset. You know? Like, let's just take it for what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I spend my entire life complaining, so I really can't. No, literally same. <laughs> that take is going to age like milk coming from me. But, yeah, get what you get and don't get upset. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, listen to the podcast. Give it a five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> and, and keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Yeah. Keep it pushing. <laughs> well, speaking of podcasts and everything, Sam, I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Me too. Thank you for having me. Tell everybody where else they can find you. Well, you guys, um, let me get my scroll out. So you can follow me at Bravo Historian for all of my Bravo takes. You can follow at The Bachelor, where I talk all pop culture. Um, you can follow at Betches Brides if you're a newly engaged um, wedding gal or guy. Where else? Take your Zoloft on Twitter. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were giving me a reminder for a second. I'm like, no, no. That's Sam. why do you think that's my handle? So I remind myself. <laughs> um, so everybody, if 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 you're prescribed Zoloft by a doctor, remember to stay current with that. Um, mm-hmm. But in the meantime, more importantly, make sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Uh, you can follow us on Bravo on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.